Make sure to check out our Facebook and website for the updates on Colorado Festival of Horror, September 15th through the 17th. All right. Sundays are for caffeination. Ooh. This is Cobra Live and Undead. I am your host, Daniel Crozier, and I am joined by Jerron Lockridge and Keetrick Copeland. doing great man yeah, doing uh, real good good thanks for coming on the show it's it's uh you know great to, to chat with you yeah drawn or, or drawn yeah god i'm i'm terrible uh Duran, right yeah you're right jesus christ i'm i'm getting everything tongue-tied i i feel anyway but i'm glad i'm i'm not too off the mark um yes. but uh yeah sir uh, thanks for coming on the show. And, you know, Keetrick, we've had you on before. Thanks for coming back again. Uh, I'm I'm glad I didn't scare you off last time. <laughs> no, no problem, man. I'm glad to be here again. <laughs> oh, great. Uh, yeah, Jerron, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, uh, uh, to our uh, viewers um, that aren't familiar with your work. Uh, tell us about a little bit about how you got into filmmaking. Uh, well, I'm from Jackson, Tennessee, um, and I've been filmmaking um, since I've been, I would say, right out of high school. Uh, this is, you know, early. I graduated in 04, uh, and, and the thought of making film seemed far-fetched at the time. You know, I was, uh, you know, had the idea of doing it, but I was too broke to move to L.A. to pursue it. So I thought, oh, well, you know, that's just a far-fetched dream. You know, let me uh, do some other things. And then, you know, YouTube started coming around and, you know, technology made it a lot easier to start shooting films. So I decided to jump right back into it and started writing. I've always been a writer and then just started deciding to uh, to make my own films. And since 2016, I, I started my company, uh, Misguided Perceptions Media Group. And um, I'm, I think I'm currently on feature number eight. So I've been producing my own content since 2016 and and uh, just something that I'm, I'm in love with and, and I'm gonna, going to continue doing is uh, making films. So it's about the simplistic way to describe <laughs> myself and my journey to here. Man, that's awesome. Wow. You're, you're already, you know, eight features in with with yeah. your your company. That's that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's it's. I'm not gonna say it's easy, but yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we're 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 putting a little work in over here. 
Yeah, well, um, I'm, I'm interested to, to hear, you know, before we get really into to talking about, uh, you know, Succuba, mm-hmm. um, you know, what are some some of the, the challenges that you faced, you know, uh, you know, working out in in Tennessee? Well, as far as, you know, it's not I would say the, you know, just with any low budget film, uh, you know, cast is is a challenge, uh, you know, just finding dependable cast. I'm at a point now where uh, I work with enough people that I know who I can depend on and, and stuff like that. Even like, you know, I've had even with this film, very film Succuba, I had a, yeah. a, a cast member who was a no show and we had to kind of scramble and do that. And these are pan rolls, you know, so yeah. you can only imagine when it, at the point when I, I weren't able to pay people. So, um, you know, it's just um, that's the biggest challenge, I would say. Uh, we it's a I believe they call Tennessee a right to work state. Uh, I believe that's the term. So uh, a lot of that, you know, when it comes to permits and and stuff like that, we don't have to worry about that. Like somewhere in California where you have to almost get a permit for everywhere. So it's a little bit easier out here in that degree. Uh, But yeah, I would say my biggest challenge is just making sure that, you know, I I don't show up to call time and wondering where my cast members are. (laughs) Right. Right. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Keytrick, yeah, yeah, tell us a little bit how you got to, uh, you know, hooked up with uh, Jerron here. So, um, I met Jerron several years ago when, um, I had moved back to Mississippi, uh, for a while, and so I went to a film festival that was in Memphis and I watched a few films, I watched one of his films, and then at the end, they had like a key. Oh, I think we lost him. Oh no! We oh we lost Keytrick. Oh, Keytrick, come back to us! Oh man, uh, darn technical difficulties. Oh, oh yeah, I just oh Keytrick, you, you back. back? Okay, okay. Let me let me start over because I think we had a a kind of um, uh, connection issue right there. So so I I met Jerome when I moved to Mississippi. I went to a film festival in Memphis watched one of his films, and then I met him after the film was over, and I uh, introduced myself and just kind of kept in touch with him and, you know, let him know that if he ever had anything going on, to let me know, keep me in mind. And then uh, he did have a film to come up. Um, it was a film called Smith. Um, it was a small role, um, and, you know, I, I played the role and, you know, did what I was supposed to do, and then when this film Succuba came up, he had me in mind for a particular role and, you know, he called me up and asked me if I would be interested in it. And I was like, yeah, you know, hands down, I would be interested in it because just like him, I like working with people that I know that are dependable, that's professional and that's going to get things done and not, you know, just be messing around. And Jerron's one of those type of people. So we just kind of stayed in touch and connected and, you know, uh, we worked on two films together so far. Nice. That's yeah, that's awesome. I'm, I'm glad when you know you know talent to uh, you know can can uh, coalesce and and uh, you know embark on uh, really cool projects like this. Mm-hmm. I, you know, uh, uh, Jerron, can you talk to us a little bit about uh, what Succuba is? You know what it's about and and what inspired you to to uh, you know proceed in making this film? Yeah, um, Succuba the. Um... 
the synopsis for Succuba is a, a evil presence attaches to a uh, a lonely widower uh, who intends to guard it for as long as as he can. Um, the it's you know no spoiler it's about a succubus if anybody knows about that uh and and when i first learned about uh what that was i was kind of intrigued by it uh it was a film festival that i went to uh in kentucky i can't think i think it's springfield kentucky i'm not sure if that festival is still going on but i met the um director the 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 guy who ran that film festival he was director of an old film called um um, Death by Temptation, James Bond the Third, uh, old old horror film uh, yeah. with Kadeem Hardison and Bill Nunn and a few other people in it. And uh, I met him, and that was the first time I've heard of what a succubus was. And I remember thinking, man, that'd be cool to make a movie about that. And uh, I, I came up with Succuba and uh, wanted to just make this tale about you know these two people just kind of going, you know, one leading the audience to make, maybe he's crazy. Maybe he's not. And then, you know, once the story opens up and uh, just thought it would be a cool way to write this, this particular movie and uh, Keytrick and my other lead, uh, Keith Johnson, man, they just did an amazing job because it's, it's all on their shoulders to pull this movie through. And they did an excellent job. Uh, you know, pulling off that vision that I had for this movie, and you know, I, I'm to me, they did perfect on those roles. Yeah, I, I, yeah, Kendrick, yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting. You know, seeing you uh, pop up on screen, yeah, as as the the sheriff, and then I was like, oh crap, you know, there's there's going to be some, uh, you know, like a uh, you know, legal shootout stuff, and you know, and then all of a sudden you go fishing in it. but it sets the tone for the film because it feels like a microcosm it's it's very insular Mm -hmm. and uh you know and and then the way it's uh portrayed too it's like kind of desaturate uh desaturation of of color Mm -hmm. and i'm like oh my god this is going to be kind of a a moody you know kind of you know tone uh yeah you know kind of feel uh you know for for a horror movie and you know I, I thought that was you know really interesting can you talk a little bit about um um you know Dietrich, how you how you approached your character and and what you know the, the tone you were trying to strike yeah so um it helped a lot being from the south because mm-hmm. a lot of the things that this character did I could I could relate oh Every, every time, right when he gets in the middle of it, it just says oh. no. Patrick, <laughs> you have to have faith, man. Believe in the internet. You'll pop back on. All right. And then we're going to cut to this dancing number. <laughs> Sorry, Keytrick. You're going to have to start over. We lost you. Oh, no. We don't have audio. Oh. Keytrick. Yeah. Yeah, check your uh, key trick. You, you lost audio. We don't have audio, buddy. <laughs> yeah. let, me, let me message him real quick. Oh no, uh, <laughs> the poor guy. He's just he keeps going. I th- I think he's broadcasting to a different. <laughs> oh, no. uh, whatever he's saying is very interesting. I can tell. Yeah, I'm sure he's he's really into it. <laughs> uh, uh, so. 
Uh, Keytrick, check your audio or check your uh, private chat. We we don't have audio from you now. All of a sudden, you might have to bounce out and and come back in. We lo we lost you. Yeah, check out or you know, yeah, exit out of here and then come back in and and re up your audio. We lost you, buddy. Uh oh, did we did you freeze frame again? Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, Jerron, it might be you and me for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yep, we can't hear you, buddy. Can, hear you. can you can you hear us? Can you hear Jerron and I? No, yeah, X exit out and then come back in. Uh, yeah, let me. Uh, sorry about this, Jerron. <laughs> Uh, gotta, look, gotta love good old internet issues. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, okay. So <laughs> just just private chatted you, you know, to exit out and come back in, Keytrick. Um, yeah, uh, Jerron. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, with, with uh, yeah, the the tone of this was this a, a, a pretty conscious uh, approach? Yeah. Um. You know, at first, um, I, I a lot of the 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 look of it was um, after I've shot the film and, and it was in the editing process uh, early on, I really wanted to go black and white with it. Um, okay. nice. And I, I was loving that, but then I kind of put a little bit more color into it and went with this more of a desaturated look. Uh, I just kind of wanted to, um, you know, especially since this was a film that mostly, revolved around two characters uh i didn't want it to be i wanted to be more focused on them so i kind of pulled some of the color back gave it this noir feel and uh that was just something that kind of worked with it once i got into the editing process it was nothing that i foresaw before i started it it was just kind of feeling my way out during editing and uh it just worked out uh in my opinion that way when uh when it was all said and done nice Nice, yeah. yeah you know, uh, I, I thought the the visuals were were really striking. There's some frames that looked very painterly, like how you yeah. had everything lit, and yeah. sometimes the landscaping, and like there's a juxtaposition, you know, mm -hmm. in with uh, you know, some of the actors uh, to some of the the backgrounds that I thought yeah. were very striking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Keytrick, are you back with us? Oh no, I. <laughs> there he is. Hey, Keytrick. I I don't know what's going on. I so I turn I just turned off the Wi-Fi and see if it would work better without the Wi-Fi. Oh, oh, okay. Are you on your phone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, but but normally my my connection is usually pretty strong, and I'm sitting right by the router, so I don't know what's going on. But I turned off the oh, Wi-Fi, wow. so hopefully it'll you know it'll. <laughs> no, no worries. Uh, Trevor just uh, chimed in. He wanted to say hey to everybody. What's up, Trevor? <laughs> uh, I just met him yesterday at Free Comic Book Day. So, oh, okay. Yeah, turns out he he hosts his own film series at Alamo Draft House here in town. Oh okay. yeah, I know where that is. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. The so it was pretty interesting too that you eventually uh, do see like uh, glimpses of of the the succuba, um, and uh, yeah, 
how did you guys decide to to kind of uh, come come to a look? Because I, I know with like a succubus, it's kind of one of those undefined things. It's always you know seems to be like you know a female of sorts, but mm-hmm. uh, it's pretty interesting coming up with a, a little bit more of a demonic presence. I, mm-hmm. I thought. Yeah. Once, once I kind of you know saw the basis of what the you know the succubus was based on, uh, and then um, you know I kind of researched to see if for, first were there any other movies other than the one I was inspired by, and uh, yeah. I noticed that a lot of them were a lot more literal to the to the sense of what a succubus was, and a lot more, uh, you know, a lot more, you know. You know, if you know what it is, you know what a succubus does. It was a lot more literal to the definition of it. So I kind of wanted to go another route, you know, more of a horror route to it. And, um, you know, kind of go back to to what it truly is. So I, I figured, you know, with the name, if anybody knew what it was, they would kind of think, okay, I kind of got an idea what this is about. And then once they finally meet it, like, you know, it's some, it's some angles of that in there, but it's totally not that. You know, I kind of went my own flavor with it so right when the when the succubus reveals itself like you you would never have saw that coming so it was it was kind of effective especially when we screened it uh for the first time with the audience i was like yeah that's exactly how i wanted that to happen (laughs) so yeah i just kind of wanted to go my own way kind of stay true to what the definition of it was but go my own way with it for this particular story nice the uh yeah yeah you know working with uh uh yeah uh you know drawn on set you know yeah did he ever you know have any uh like helpful uh tips or did he just like tell you just roll with it do do your own thing well Duran um, is pretty easy to work with he's pretty laid back uh he's not one of those directors that you know that that gets on the edge and that's all up in your face no um yeah. So basically he kind of gives you the freedom to kind of you know do it how how you see it and then if he feels that it needs to make a little tweak to it or whatever, he'll give you some directions and say, Hey, let's, you know, let's do it this way and see how this works. And if it doesn't work, then, you know, whatever. So yeah, that's kind of how it was, um, you know, taking direction from the run. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Working, you know, in, in the, you know, these, uh, you know, smaller budget projects, uh, yeah, you're, you're on, obviously a financial, uh, you know, crunch, and then, you know, sometimes a resource and uh, time crunch. Yeah. Yeah. Duran, do you, are you able to uh, work with your cast and crew to, to like, you know, give them this, the space to, to help create in, the, in a collaborative sense? Uh, yeah. Most of, you know, it's, uh, I'm not sure where the saying comes from, but uh, I've heard where, where most of directing is casting. So yeah. you have to, um, you know, that makes it a whole lot easier when you, when you, whenever you have a vision or something and you get the right people to be in those roles. So, right. um, you know, when I was writing this particular film, like the, the character for each character, I already had in mind Keetrick. Like I, he, yeah. I, I, I approached him directly. I didn't do a casting call or nothing. I was like, Hey, I got this role. Uh, would you be interested in reading for it? And he checked it out. And I mean, I, when I write in, I had them in mind for it. So it just made it seamless because I knew that they were perfect fit to it already. So a lot of times to, to keep from, you know, my budget being a, an issue whenever I'm making films, uh, you know, a lot of times I, I already think of somebody who I want to be in those roles 
And then, you know, I'm right within my means. Uh, you know, I'm not out here doing crazy blow up scenes and stuff like that. So yeah. I write within my means to keep it from, you know, my budget being a a, a detriment to the project. So a, a lot of times, like even though you, this film, you can tell it's lower budget, like nobody would be able to guess what the budget was because I just keep that that formula whenever I'm writing my projects and just make it exactly. as high quality as possible to, to the way you won't even see the budget as a as an issue with the project. Right. Now that's awesome. It's uh, you know, yeah. It, it's it's really interesting because uh, I, I always look at uh, these things, uh, these uh, restriction issues. You know, mm -hmm. whether it's budget or resources or what have you, as just uh, you know, a way to to innovate. You know, like mm -hmm. um, you know, yeah, just that uh, that moniker of uh, you know, limitations breed innovation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, it, it definitely brings creativity out of you. If you're not yeah. a creative person, you know, like um, I think I saw, uh, I can't think, what's his name that did the uh, Gladiator series, the director? Oh, uh, oh it's like Spartacus? Yeah. That series? Uh, Sam Raimi, I think, was the, he was the producer on, on that. Sam Raimi. Uh, I can't think of it. Well, it was one of the directors. He was like, you know, I can't make anything under $100 million. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I, I, I can only imagine having a budget that big. Like it's a variety of things I can do. So, you know, yeah. usually I, I think if you're, if you can make a film at, with no budget whatsoever, like you can, it's you, to me, when you get to a point to where you have these, you know, eight figure films or whatever, like the possibilities are endless because you're so used to already making something with nothing. So when you do get a budget, like a lot of the times the studios love you because you probably won't even need all that money. You like, you can get that right. vision out and, you know, do it that way. So yeah, it definitely brings creativity out of it. Yeah. Oh man. That's, that's awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. Keytrick, uh, yeah. I always, uh, you and I go back like what, 10 years, I think. Um, yeah. At least. Yeah. Yeah. With, uh, with Colfax and 15th, uh, when we, when we screened that, um, and I think that was, was that your first feature film? Um, I don't, I don't think it was my first feature, okay. but it was, it wasn't too far up there. Cause I was just, um, I was just starting out a few years before that. So I was still, you know, kind of finding my way and connecting with people and that kind of thing. So. Yeah, um, it may it may have been maybe my second or third. I, I can't remember. Nice, nice. Yeah, ever since then, I've always known you to be just yeah, really prolific in in getting like uh, more work and, and more opportunities uh, to be on you know the, the big and small screen. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, are you and Jaron uh, 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 planning uh, you know any any new projects together? Well, at some point, hopefully, um, <clears throat> I know, I know Jerron's always, he's always doing something. So, um, yeah. Yeah. hopefully, hopefully at some point, you know, we'll, we'll be working together again, you know, hopefully sooner than later. Nice. Uh, it, it, and Jerron, you know, before we went live, you, you said you're, you're right now, you're just working on uh, writing anything. Is, is there anything that uh, you can share with us? Well, I have, um, a project that um i'm currently you know I've, I've done writing i'm currently just messing around with the casting on um that i i possibly will do this summer um and um 
an older project, <clears throat> excuse me, that I'm that I've written as well that I hope to produce later on this year. So a lot of it is just like right now when I'm in that groove to where I got that writer's itch, I just love to write as many projects as I can. And, and that way, you know, I got, a, you know, projects ready to go. I just, uh, because of the way that I, that I, because I, I write, uh, I film my projects and I edit my projects. So because cool. I can give myself that green light to, to start working on something. And yeah. usually it just comes to a point of, know when i plan my year out what you know block i'm gonna do this film i'm gonna do this film so i'm just in that point right now of what i'm going to shoot um i have one in mind that i'm already casting for that i hope to start this summer um and and it's called betray it was actually my very first film um so um I'm, i'm doing a remake of that and then um just I'm always working on something. It's just, you just never know. It just, a lot of it matters with budget. A lot of it matters with, you know, schedule and, you know, it's right. just, it's, it's ever fluid with me. Right. Like, yeah. you know, somebody, yeah, talking so much with the actors and, and directors and stuff. Yeah. And initially you guys, you know, start out as, as fans of, mm-hmm. of you know, in the fields of, that you're working with. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any like, uh, you know, uh, like a drunk, is there any uh, like a uh, horror film that that is always you know like your go-to or you know, one that really in- inspired you to to become a filmmaker? Oh, that is a great question. There's so many out there. Um, I know it's a plethora, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I believe almost everybody has to go. You know, Halloween is such a classic. Like I, I love Halloween. Um, uh, an older one. Um, um, uh, Tales from the Hood. I don't know if you ever heard of that one. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> I, I think I you're the first person to mention that movie on on uh, on this show. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, that, I, that is a super underrated movie in my mind. And you know, now, um, you know, as far as modern, I you know, I, I recently watched the 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 new evil dead i love the evil dead series so um you know it's uh it's a lot of there's so many i can barely even (laughs) barely even name them all but i would say you know halloween uh was very one of the very first ones that uh night of the living dead like all of those older 90s horrors that that was like the sweet era of horror right there nice that that's cool how about you kitrick Man, my my movie back in the day was Nightmare Nightmare on Elm Street. Like I right. love I love some Freddy Krueger. Um, yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it 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 scared the heck out of me because I was scared to go to sleep. Um, but <laughs> yeah. I, I like to run. I, I like a lot of those old classics, like um, you know Friday the Thirteenth, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like when I was coming up, um, you know, as a as a young boy. I used to watch those movies all the time. Scared the heck out of me, but I watched them. I watched them anyway. So we yeah, probably like shouldn't have been watching. Them. <laughs> right? <laughs> yep. Right. Yeah. And, uh, te- well, as, as many of the the viewers know, Texas Chainsaw has has always been my go to, and it still gives me nightmares every time I see it. Yeah. You know the original one, anyway. Good yeah. God, that that thing is just grisly. But, yeah, uh, I, I just watched it the other day. It still uh, it still holds up to this day. 
Yes, yes, very much so. Yeah, um, at Colorado Festival of Horror this year, we've got a, a number of guests that are that have been announced from Texas Chainsaw One and Two. Oh wow! So yeah, wow. so we'll, we'll have uh, Carolyn Williams out here from Texas Chainsaw Two, and she was also had a small uh, role in uh, uh, Renfield as well. Oh wow! Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, th- so that'll be pretty cool. But, uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street's always, you know, an amazing, uh, classic. And, and, you know, I grew up on the evil dead, uh, movies. So to see them continuing that, that's, that's always, especially from a filmmaker standpoint, yeah. good Lord, talk about these amazing moving shots left yes. and right. And yeah. Stuff. yeah. Evil, the new Evil Dead, the the open sequence. I believe a lot of people are talking about that. Like it was just so cool the way that came out. So, yeah, it's, you, people are pushing the medium, so it's it's good to see. Yeah, so that's that's cool. I've I've yet to to check it out. So so no spoilers. Damn it, <laughs> I won't spoil it for you. Yeah, <laughs> um, but but uh, you know, for for our viewers to to get to to know you a little bit better about in your in your work too, uh, you know. Uh, uh, Duran, uh, tell us, you know, which film would you recommend that they see of your work? I'm my own harshest critic. So <laughs> I would most definitely tell you to watch some, I would say, uh, I would say watch Succuba. Nice. Um, I have a one that just came out called the Reaper man. Um, that's, Ooh. I mean, just came out, uh, it's a horror film as well. Check it out. Um, where can uh, we see it? Oh, it's everywhere. Um, it's on. It's not. It's everywhere where TVOD, if transactional, um, where you okay. can rent or buy Vudu, um, nice. you know, uh, iTunes, Google Play, all the the usuals. It's on some cable networks as well. So uh, yeah, it's out currently. Uh, yeah, I would say <laughs> if you look at my IMDb, if it was made between. Uh, 2021 and now you'll check those out because i'm a harsh critic when i (laughs) my own stuff and you know like it just it's just part of being creative you're gonna always critique yourself and next year i might say don't watch none of these films i might be like oh no (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh but yeah i would say you know definitely i'm proud of succubus i'm proud of that film i'm proud of the the reaper man the two because i actually premiered both of these as a double feature um oh no kidding yeah, out here in Memphis oh. to a sold-out crowd on Halloween night. Like, I I had that vision. I was like, it'd be so cool to have, like, a double feature premiere. Like, I haven't yeah. heard of a, you know, a filmmaker premiering two original projects at the same time, wow. uh, you know, other than, like, Quentin Tarantino and I think um, Robert Rodriguez. So, right. I was like, it'd be so cool to have, like, a Halloween double feature. And, uh, yeah. yeah, we did a Halloween double feature premiere on uh, Halloween night, and it, it went pretty pretty well so that was something where these two films are going to kind of be linked together forever in a way wow that that does sound like a lot of fun i mean there's there's nothing like that uh you know that you know in the theater experience with all all of these fans and especially on halloween night i hope a lot of people dressed up yeah it's well we i think we might have had one or two it wasn't too many people but it was um i mean horror films to me are the best in theaters like you have to yeah. see those around people and to see if they're really effective and yeah it was a it was a great experience especially after dealing with covid when we didn't have that opportunity yeah. and 
I had two films that I couldn't even have a screening for because of COVID. Because even after COVID, you know, things weren't still quite right. People were kind of timid to come into the theaters. So this past year, uh, you know, having to have my first screening since COVID with uh with a bunch of people in the theater, that was that was a pretty amazing experience. Nice. Uh Keytrick, were you able to to go to the, the premiere? I was, and I, I I've been bragging on those two movies to everybody because what a lot of people might not realize is that Jerron filmed, edited, and premiered both of those movies. This all happened within the same year. Like we're not talking, he took him a year to make these films and then he premiered them. No, he did all of this probably within a six month time frame. Good <laughs> Lord. So that that's, that's, that's my motivation when I tell people there is no excuse for you yeah. to get out there and make a film. I was like, I know yeah. somebody that did this with two feature films all within a six month time frame. Oh my God, that's that's amazing. It's quite the Herculean task, you guys. Yeah. 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 Uh, since since I'm not familiar with the, the Reaper Man, uh, you know, Keytrick, are you in it as well? No, I'm not, I'm not in the Reaper Man. Okay, all right, that, no, but man, that's, that's, that's so cool. You know what? What a what an amazing yeah! What an amazing thing, it, and what a what a great way to to display it too, to yeah. unveil it to you know to a live audience. Oh yeah. man! Yeah, wow, it was, it was pretty cool. So I, you know, I don't know if I ever do that again, but I just you know I was I'm always trying to think of new ways to do stuff, and yeah. you know I kind of when I prepped for Succubus, I was like. You know, I knew the script was on the shorter end, and I was like, this is probably going to turn out to be 70 to 80 minutes. Mm-hmm. What if I can write something else that's within that range and just premiere them together? And uh, that's cool. kind of was my thought frame when I did that. And I, you know, I always wrote, and I kind of had that that date in mind. Like, it, I didn't, I wrote it in pencil. I didn't make it permanent just in case it didn't work out. And when hmm. it got close, I, I literally, we shot, I believe, Succubus, I want to say in May, Keytrick. I think we shot it in May and finished up maybe like the very early part of June and a couple weeks passed. And then we went right into the Reaper Man on my other production. And, um, you know, I finished editing the Reaper Man maybe a week before the premiere. So um, it was all kind of bang, bang, bang. And yeah, we Holy got it. Shit. <laughs> yeah. so it, it, turned, uh, it turned out really, really well. Wow, that's impressive. My hat is off to you guys. Oh, wow, that is intense. You know, the, oh man. Uh I yeah, I wish I could have experienced that. That sounds yeah. like such a such a fun night and and what a great way to to spend it with with uh friends and fans. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was great. God, that's one for the books. Um, you know, Keytrick, you know, you know, back to you too with um yeah, people like uh, discovering your works. What would you recommend people see of your work? Um, I definitely would would say check out Succubus um, because you know I played one of the lead roles and it was yeah. it was it was a little different for me. I, I instead of me switching up my voice, I was able to just use my natural accent, throw on a cowboy hat, and you know, and and I had you know quite quite a bit of camera time. So um, I would definitely say check that one out. Um, I also did a movie called Jukin, which was, um, which got picked up by stars. 
Um, and now it's on, now it's on Tubi and it's on Amazon Prime as, as well as a whole bunch of other um, places. So that's um, that's another movie I would say to check out some of my work. And then there's a there's a lot of other stuff where I had smaller roles, but on a major scale. Um, you know, I still have a movie on Netflix that's called Amateur, where I, um, where I had a small role in that. Um, I did a small role on a show on HBO Max called uh, Doom Patrol. So um, yeah. I, I, I've been doing some some things over the years, some small and some bigger. Nice. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Doom Patrol. I, I, I love those offbeat, you know, uh, you know, comic book characters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, that's that's awesome um wow yeah so i'm, I'm still i'm still kind of zooming about like the double feature thing too good god that has yeah. got to be you know um probably not going to do that again or are you going to try and top it and do like a a three you know a three yeah. film thing I, I think i think double was the max because you know yeah. the, the attention spans are, are getting so much shorter now so yeah. I was kind of worried, like people probably start leaving on the second film of the double feature. <laughs> you know, oh, no. Everybody stayed, and everybody, you know, stayed as long as they could for the Q and A. So that that kind of worked out. But yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I don't think I'd push that again because it's probably getting to the point where uh, more and more eighty minute features are probably about to be the norm because these attention spans are just getting so so much yeah. shorter. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, with with uh, you know where you're at with with your career, you know what's what's something that uh, you know that you've learned that you can uh, you know really pass on to uh, you know new filmmakers, uh, you know, kind of entering uh, you know this uh, creative realm. Um, I would say you know is nowadays is is like Heatrick was saying is no excuse. Um, yeah. You know, I um the the way I work, I, I I go by this mantra as the gorilla filmer, uh, and it was something where I used to, you know, look at look at it as a you know a detriment, but now I look at it as a plus because, um, you know, over the years, you know, just making so many films and trial and error, and just kind of knowing what I can and can't do within my limits, and I've just maximized that so. Uh, you know, I, I know I can't go out here and do these crazy crane shots and stuff like that. So how do I make shooting on a tripod look as interesting as possible? How can I frame to make it look as interesting? Just using the basics and maximizing the basics to make a, a great film. And I would just tell, you know, anybody starting, you know, you know how know your means and, and 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 beat the hell out of those boundaries you know just make sure that you're making the best film that you possibly can make and nice. and continue to improve and take that criticism and, and and improve and you can make great projects even with no budgets i've seen horrible projects with 100 million dollar budgets and i've seen great projects with no budget so you know it's all going to be on the story you know Make sure it starts with the script, write a great yeah. script, and then everything else is just icing on top of that cake. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, you know, you're, you're working on a, a couple of different projects, having a number of scripts, you know, kind of ready to go. Um, you know, is, is there like, uh, you know, something that uh, you have yet to approach that, uh, you know, you, you really want to tackle, uh, like further down the road? Um, I have uh, I have a uh, a western that I've um, outlined very much that I know I I won't have the budget to do that right now. 
uh, and hopefully I get to a point to where I can um, can make that film. But I, I love Westerns and, uh, you know, I'm one of those. I love the old, you know, um, Sergio Leone type. You know, I, I, I love those type of films, but I know you need so much to make them to make them happen. And, uh, you know, I have an outline for that film. Uh, to the side, I have an action film. I love action films, but I know it's no way in the world. So I have some films that, you know, I say one day I'm I'll get to pull these out that old bucket and, and put those together. But you know, right now I'm just you know building my company brick by brick, cool. and uh, you know things are you know are looking up. I'll say that, and and hopefully one day soon, you know, in the near future, I'll be able to make one of those projects that I got you know tucked away for right now. Nice. Well, I, I knew an actor that looks really good uh, in a cowboy hat. I think, uh, yeah, a key trick here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what? Uh, that, that cowboy hat kind of grew on me. You know, I had never worn a cowboy hat before until last year when I um, really? I worked on uh, another project where I had a small role. It's called Colorado Christmas. And I played the manager to a country music star. And so the hat in the you know the 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 blazer. It just it was just so fitting, and and, and I think that's kind of how my other character for Jerron's film kind of almost came into play um, from that look with that cowboy hat, and and, and I was like, I, I I'm kind of liking it, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, dude. It it looks good on you. I I thought. I thought you've worn it a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. Now I just need to spin that, spin that barrel of a gun a couple times. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hey, uh, yeah, that that would look really cool on film. Yeah, yeah. Everybody kind of, you know, yeah, growing up wants to wants to be the you know, the the cowboy and playing the west and everything yeah. like that. It's uh, it, it's really yeah, it's such a you know, uh, kind of a romantic uh, you know, kind of uh, notion, and, and really, you know, that 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 piece of Americana that everybody can relate to. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah, God, that's that's awesome. Yeah, um, you know, you know, with 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 all these projects that you guys are working on and stuff too, and you know, being fans of of uh, horror films. Um, is is there uh, some place that that people can uh, can go to you know to catch at a film festival or something? Do you have any public uh, appearances coming up? Um, not. I have um a couple submissions for some film festivals that I haven't heard back from. Um, and I'm I'm waiting to hear that, so that'll be announced uh, if I do hear back from them. Um, and, and right now is just promoting these two films, just yeah. getting them out there, you know, um, you know, through social media and whenever I meet somebody and, you know, through other means and, uh, until, you know, one of these other festivals, let me know, and then I'll make sure to put that out there. But as far as just right now, I don't have anything, uh, that, that comes to mind. I, I may, and I'm drawing a total blank right now, but yeah, right now I don't, I don't think of anything. Uh, most of it is passed already for an earlier part of this year. Right. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how about you, Keytrick? No, I don't, um, I don't have any films um, that are playing in any festivals right now. Uh, okay. A couple of years ago um, I did, but not, not as of now. Nothing. Not right, not right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and where uh, where can people uh, go to you know to you know find your films and uh, and and support you there, uh, uh, Jerron? 
Um, right now, I would say, um, you know, um, it's a lot of mixed feelings about Tubi, uh, which is understandable. Okay. But uh, I would say, you know, just go and search Tubi. Uh, right now, Tubi is, as far as, um, especially for independent filmmakers, there's the they are doing us really well right now. <laughs> uh, where you know, where a platform like Amazon is. Uh, well, I, you know, I have my own feelings about Amazon, but like, you know, I have projects, um, on like Succubus for one is on Tubi, mm-hmm. uh, it's on uh, Amazon, it's on Apple TV, uh, it just got picked up by Zumo. Um, mm-hmm. so it's it's getting more and more platforms, um, and you know, it should be easy to find. You just just Google Succubus movie and you should see a list of platforms and Choose whichever one is your preference to, to go watch it. And, and we love your support and, and your feedback uh, when you see the film. Nice. Nice. Uh, yeah. Kedrick, uh, yeah. Uh, where can people, uh, you know, see more of your work? Obviously, uh, Succuba on, on uh, Tubi. Um, I have, um, I, like Jerron said, you know, some people have different feelings about Tubi, but yeah. uh, Tubi, Tubi has a combination of, a lot of stuff. I mean, there's a lot of Hollywood movies there that you've seen. Then there's a lot of independent films, and then there's a lot of independent, independent, independent films, like the, the bottom of the barrel. There's some of those on there, too. Um, but but Tubi is a, is a great platform. It's a great platform right. to get your work out there. Um, right. I, have, I have quite a few movies on um, Tubi as well as Amazon Prime. So if you just type in my name um, on either one of those platforms, you, yeah. you'll you you'll see, you know, uh, some there's some movies on there that I didn't even know what was on there. So, mm-hmm. um, right. but yeah, you just type in my name on either one of those and it should pull up a list of stuff. Nice. And Tubi has, like, I don't know if, if, if your viewers are familiar with it. It has an excellent range of horror films on there yes. like uh you have a lot of independent stuff like you just have to look and judge from the trailer but uh i don't know if you're familiar with the hatchet series like i mm-hmm. i found that on tubi and i was like yeah. it was, <laughs> it's a lot of great films uh especially in the horror genre if you get on there that you won't find anywhere else like it's like great great horror films on there so I, I, you know, you have to sift through a lot of the lower end stuff, but I, I love the platform. It's free, and yeah. uh, it usually has a ton of options to choose from. That's that's cool. Yeah, uh, I, I think uh, I think I caught like the the first Terrifier movie on on Tubi. Yeah, it's on there. Yeah, there's, there's <laughs> a lot of international horror and international, uh, you know, independent films too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it is kind of a smorgasbord for for all flavors. Oh, a lot, and I I, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but Korean horror films. I, I don't yes. think people talk about those enough. Those are some pretty good ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have Korean. to check those out. Yeah, what, what's that good trick? I have to check those out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god, yeah, yeah. South Korean, uh, you know, horror is amazing, and then yes. you know. Yeah. You got Japanese horror, and you there's a lot of great um, Japanese and Korean horror movies and TV shows on on stuff like uh, Netflix. Netflix, yeah. yeah, yeah, like a lot of it. Uh, I think uh, what's the I think Train to Busan is I think that's Korean, I believe. It's great, so. great film. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, that that's that that one's pretty intense. I think they're working on a series based off of that. Yeah, like I think a, a spin off of it. So I can't wait oh. to see that one. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be intense. 
Oh man, that's that's awesome, guys. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, Daron Keytrick, I, I want to thank you for being so generous with your times, and, and I apologize for all the the technical issues, uh, Keytrick. No problem. Uh, yeah. Now that I now that I know, uh, Streamyard doesn't like Wi-Fi, so just turn it off. Uh, apparently <laughs> not. Jeez, you know, uh, yeah, not not when it comes to your phone. Yeah. <laughs> damn. Yeah, but, well, it, since I turned the Wi-Fi off, it hasn't it hasn't messed up since. Yeah, yeah no glitches. You're coming in, uh, you know. Well, you both are coming in at a higher resolution than I am. I look I look uh, very faded on my end. <laughs> It looks, it looks good on this side. Oh, you're sweet. You're sweet. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll send payment. Thank you, sir. <laughs> oh, guys, uh, we're gonna have to have you back on to to really talk about. Uh, you know, uh, uh, was it uh, the the Reaper Man? Is that right? Yeah the the Reaper Man is my other one that um that I premiered with this one that's just currently released. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, I, I definitely want to check that out now that I know about it. And, yeah. uh, and uh, you know, and you know, have you on and, and uh, you know, hopefully without technical glitches and, uh, you know, kind of continue our creative conversation. All right. Sounds great. Cool. Well, uh, gentlemen, yeah, thanks again for, for bringing so, being so generous with your time and coming on and, and chatting with me and, and uh, you know, introducing our audience to, to your work. Well, yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah. Uh, stick around for a few minutes while we sign off. But, uh, you know, again, uh, to everybody that uh, that, uh, you know, caught the broadcast. Uh, yeah. Thanks so much for uh, for all your time, too. And uh, of course, to our sponsors, to Mutiny Information Cafe. If you're going to start a revolution, make sure you're caffeinated and uh, to Hellfire Entertainment. Thanks so much for rebroadcasting us on your social media uh, to Groovy TV. And, of course, uh, to Alien Donut Films and Angela Joseph uh, Productions. Yeah, thanks for putting up with my shit. And, of course, uh, you know, to our producers, uh, Lily Fisher, Amanda Armstrong, and Stephen Santa Cruz. And, uh, yeah, everybody out there, be good, be kind, help each other out during tough times, and stay spooky, everybody. Have a good afternoon.